and welcome back to this, another beautiful Saturday edition here of On Deck on CSR with me, Charles Pratch Ritchie. And uh, joining me here in just a few minutes here uh, will be uh, the one only uh, Reese the Ruler here as uh, we are getting ready to transition right now. It's some NBA fast break right now. And I was just uh, definitely looking at a report right now as we look at it uh, right now uh, from NBC Sports. And uh, with this whole uh, bubble environment thing, as you know, the seasons we expect to start in about two weeks. Uh, playoffs, once everything gets predetermined for the regular 16-game format after all the rest of the teams who are alive have been eliminated, the playoffs will be beginning on August 17th. So we definitely got some concerns right there. But it was also reported, too, this past Sunday that Russell Westbrook was one of the guys along with James Harden that was missing, more particularly, particularly with Russell Westbrook. Uh, he tested positive on Sunday evening. And just to recap the procedures right now, so here's how it goes. So pretty much anyone who tests positive has to self-quarantine. They got to make sure they uh, produce two negative tests of, tests of COVID before they can rejoin their team or situation. Also, too, I mean, you got a lot of things going around right now with the NBA as it regards to that. I mean, there have also been uh, reports, too. I mean, as we look at shows throughout the week, like First Take with uh, Stephen A. Smith, too, where there may have to be, like, a snitching protocol. I mean, if you see guys, like, uh, leaving the bubble, just go out and, like, uh, have some food or some lunch or just uh, go out and just, like uh, – relax for a little bit. I mean, they are definitely watching these guys a lot closer right now. I mean, you kind of have to at this point. I mean, we see a lot of things pop up, and I know there's a lot of people out there trying to figure, like, why we're trying to capture lightning in the bottle, why we're still trying to have sports continue on. But like I said, the truth of the matter is, more particular too, like the like the NFL, the NBA – Definitely has a lot of risk more so than ever. I mean, the difference is you got the NFL right now who they already got their CBA settled. I mean, for like over a decade. The problem is with the NBA, they could still get ready to opt out early, like within a few years. I mean, under the current CBA structure. And the reports right there, as everyone may remember, just to recap. I mean, you'd be talking about people like in that situation where the players, they'll be losing a lot of the revenue right there. I mean, where it'll be more so than ever that you could probably see them lose a decent profit share of the revenue. So I think it's currently set up where they're sharing about 50% or a little over 50% in that regard. And you got the playoffs going on, too. And I think still the, the murky areas where we get into this thing is we dive into it a little bit further on the scope. I mean, you also got some older coaches that are still around. Who's, and you also got, like, guys like uh, right now, Mike D'Antoni of the Houston Rockets. I mean, you got to believe right now, despite everything, don't forget as a reminder – uh, right now as we uh, take a look at it, I mean, don't don't think for a moment that he doesn't have anything to uh, ride for. I mean, to play for for his future. 
Because you got the Houston uh, Rockets owner, as a matter of fact. I mean, who seems to be uh, having his back and still ain't afraid to uh, roll the dice. I mean, Tillman for Tita right here. I mean, any other owner will probably dismiss Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni had his golden opportunity at least about two years ago to get there. I mean, you're the best team in the West right there. Playing smoking hot right there with uh, James Harden, CP3. Had the Warriors on the ropes right there. Uh, until about game six, I believe it was, once CP3 got hurt, what happened? Warriors were able to weather off the storm. And then in the game seven in Houston, I think it was on Memorial Day, they were not phased by being as down as 20 points by the Rockets. What happened? You had the Splash Brothers, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. I mean, trade a 20 point deficit like they were down by 10 points. I mean, for them, that was just like a simple cakewalk as we look at it. So let's see what happens uh, right there. As I was texted by uh, main man, Reese Ruler, we should be having him on any moment. So uh, I want to get your guys' thoughts right now. I mean, the interesting thing is right now, I mean, as we know, sports gambling too, as in particular, I mean, it's been approved about two years ago where it Supreme Court, where it has been banned for a long time. Now when you have like some of these other vendors, I don't know if it's like FanDuel or whoever the case may be, or some of these bookies, we're going to want to try and wager money on the games. I mean, what are they going to really do? I mean, at this point, I mean, when you got guys who got self-quarantine, I mean, what's going to happen when you have a guy, maybe like a LeBron James, like for instance, I mean, he's been pretty healthy, but it's, again, I mean, he's, he's had an injury, a groin injury, but is he going to be a guy we're going to have to look at and question and say, I don't know. I mean, like, do, is is he going to be a guy right here who's going to be without Avery Bradley? And then not only that, Ray's on Rondo, too. I mean, he's not going to be playing down the stretch. We're talking about having a guy like J.R. Smith come down the stretch here. And I'm not sure if I want – if I'm LeBron James trying to chase a fourth ring, I mean – as a Laker fan, don't get me wrong, they have a good trust and chemistry right there. But if I'm a Laker fan, I'm like hell to the no on that. J.R. Smith, mind you, I mean, pretty much arguably cost them that series. Any chance they had against the Golden State Warriors back in the 2018 NBA Finals. When he grabbed the ball after a missed free throw and tried to run out the clock, and try calling a timeout. I believe that gave the ball. It was a foul call on the Cavs. And it came over right back to the Warriors. They had them beat in that first game as we look. And uh, join me right now, too, as we uh, got in on the screen right now. Uh, there he is on the left of my screen, Reese Ruler. Reese, can you hear me? How are you doing today? Okay. Can you hear me now? Cold right now. Okay. How are you doing, Reese? 
I'm doing good, good, good. I don't know if you got a chance to be listening right now, but I was just talking about recently right now. We're talking about right now with some reports. Remember, see uh, sports coming up right now uh, with this whole self-quarantine. You got the NBA season around the corner in about two weeks. Get ready to start up. But how sports betting could possibly be affected. We just heard a report of a guy like uh, Russell Westbrook being one of the most recent guys to test positive right now on Sunday. There's questions about James Harden. And then, of course, you also got the coaches involved, too, let's not forget. But what do you think right now with the state of people wanting to bet on games with this whole self-quarantine? How, how do you view this perspective right now? Um, I mean, you have to understand what pieces are in play. Of, of course, if you know, that's just like with the Brooklyn Nets, that they may be in this bubble. But they're without Dinwiddie. They're without Kyrie Irving. They're without, you know, Kevin Durant. Those three players really make them. So it's a different type of betting. And when you lose players like Russell Westbrook, I think it's, it's definitely an effect. And you may see some of the, the uh, numbers switch. So, um, I mean, I think you can still bet on it, but but just be cautious and understand that the players may be – uh, testing positive, so I wouldn't say bet ahead, but bet like based off that day, the reports and and try to have the reports in as accurate as possible and as soon as possible. This. Let me ask you this real quick. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, I didn't get a chance to like uh, look back until now, but how do you think they're doing for their first year? I mean, a team right now who they still had somewhat of a decent team. I mean, with Kyrie Irving, but as you know, this season is pretty much done. They're still a sub-seed right now. How do you think they look in shape? I mean, not only finish off the season, but get ready for next year if and when Kevin Durant comes back and whatever time he's got to take to get himself back in rhythm and Kyrie Irving. Do you think they're starting to start setting the tone for, like, next year in good shape, or what's your concerns with them? This year is a wash, if you ask me, and especially with Kyrie Irving going down. Even though they're in the seventh seed, they also lost, like I said, then with he possibly he tested positive three times. He may make it back there, but but they are without key pieces. I do not see them holding the the seventh, eighth seed at all. But um, what's interesting is I also think the same thing with the Golden State Warriors. These are two great teams that were without their star players, and they're going to have very good lottery picks in the draft. So I think the uh, Warriors have done the uh, number one, if I'm not mistaken, already. But things like that. So when you put another star, another lottery pick with the Brooklyn Nets, when you when you add an, another key piece to the Kyrie Irving and the Kevin Durant, and when you add another key piece to teams like the Golden State Warriors that's, you know, just missing pieces. I think that this season for the Nets is gone. You, you just chalk it up, uh, use it for, like, development. But next season, once you have your two stars back, a good draft pick, you can actually see what this team can do in the future. So I think next season really tells. Kyrie Irving was able to hold this to a, to a contender, so you can only imagine what could happen when they get um, Kevin Durant back there, alongside of uh, DeAndre Jordan. Can be Dan Witty. You know they could be one piece away from shaking up the whole Eastern Conference. 
Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I think the only thing is right now, I mean, you say their season is washed, but at the same time, too, remember, too, I mean, the NBA has also got uh, provisions in right now where they're trying not to, like, uh, they're trying to keep an eye on teams that are trying to purposely ink. And you can't, like, do what you did, like, maybe, like, four or five years ago where you could set yourself up for a lottery pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just – but do you feel like they kind of, like, uh, should have just uh, slammed on the brakes just a little bit and kind of just sell it down and position themselves better at this point? No, I mean, at this point, they, they lost, you know, Kyrie kind of mid-season before all this coronavirus things happened. So, at this, I think they go out there and try to, if they can try, they are in the seventh seed, and the seventh seed in the East is it's, it's like almost the fourth seed in the West. So, they are in position, but I just think without their powerhouse people that they don't even have to try to tank. I just think, you know, going up against these hungry teams that want to, chance to actually get up in there because I think it's only nine teams anyway so maybe they hold it but I don't see them if they come against any of these top tier teams like um, the the uh, Bucks or teams like that then it, it'll be a 4-0 series I don't think they can cause any, any type of noise in the playoffs so I think their season is like more of like okay let's get next year so with that being said, if you were like uh, right now, if you wanted to like have someone you could like uh, put money on right now for this return in the environment, who would you say would be like your favorite? Because I think I'm gonna probably have to go with right now. I mean, if the season again that stopped, I'm still. I would said the Lakers, but I gotta tell you right now, I'm also looking at a more hungrier Giannis Antetokounmpo right now and the Milwaukee Bucks. I got to feel like right now, of all teams, they got to feel like, one, aside from the Clippers, got to be the one highly motivated and probably the team in best shape, if you ask me. I mean, if they're able to get to the finals. They're the number one seed overall. I like the Lakers. I'll always be loyal to them, but I got I to gotta be honest you. I'm not sure if I'm going to be comfortable with LeBron James being without Avery Bradley. Uh, you're also going to be without Ray John Rondo, who's a good point guard. And not only that, J.R. Smith – like I said a few moments ago, can you trust J.R. Smith? Because he's always going to be attached to that Fouls blunder in game one from a couple of years ago right now. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I just feel like Bradley and Rondo were key pieces that kept him in position right there. Those two guys. Those are key pieces, and I believe uh, Rondo can actually make a comeback right around playoff time or a little bit before. So it was six to eight. He does. From like yeah, he was like, right, he was like six to eight weeks. That 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 happened left last week, so it's already one weekend. The NBA season is in two weeks, so so by the time the sixth season get kicked off, he'll already be three weeks in. So he'll either be three, three to five weeks to return and based off. And if and if they don't need need him, I can suspect him to be ready for the beginning of the playoffs. Uh, the Bucks, uh, they have the tools, but I just don't believe that they have like the the athleticism shooting. The uh, shooting. When it comes to it, I believe that Giannis is like how LeBron came in the league. Pure paint dominant, but they're going to make him shoot that jump shot. And when you go against teams, they say, I'm going to put my play on you and make you shoot that jump shot. Giannis has been better this year, but last year he was criticized for that. But like I got the hat on my head. LeBron James fan, I do believe that the Lakers will come through. 
Speaking of which, I, I, I couldn't help but see this before I settled in for the night, but I, I'll let you bet on this one. But what do you think of Charles Barkley's notion? He has the Lakers being upset early. I don't know if you heard this by the Portland Trailblazers that they get in first round. Oh, hold on, we uh, lost research for a second. Hold on, we kind of just connected there for a second. Hold on, uh, try and bring him back in. We're gonna uh, skip uh, commercials for the rest of the show. Just give you guys a heads up. Uh, but anyway, in case you guys are wondering, we're covering NBA uh, fast break right now. I'm on deck on CSR with me, Charles Price, Richie, and Reese Ruler. I uh, just had a little short timeout. I don't know what happened there. Trying to bring him back in in a second. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I thought that was real interesting right there. I mean, Charles Barkley even having to say that. I didn't get a chance to hear much of the statement. But, I mean, at the same time, too, I, I'd be really uh, wondering about that. And I'm not so sure if Charles Barkley is, like, looking at how much Lakers have limited their players right there. And then, I mean, you still got, I mean, Dwight Howard along with Anthony Davis, but. I just think that they have a better team than Mahonga and and going out without a point guard, LeBron James is being ball dominant. So I can see him, J.R. Smith, add a, a couple of key pieces. Um, hopefully players like Dwight Howard stay in shape and, you know, and they can keep that paint down there because Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis down there can be a real force to be reckoned with. If, if Dwight Howard can just show a flash of who he was in Orlando and just t- turn it on, that that can be a nice little duo down there. And then you got um, – you know, like, like I said, dumb players will come back. Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo, we'll see them in a while. But like, I, I think that LeBron James like, is going to bring it home. I, I think it's going to be Bucks Lakers, and I believe that the Lakers are, are going to take it at six. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. You. I mean, it would be nice to see that happen. And um, I'll be honest, if he, if he delivers this championship somehow. I mean, obviously, you still got a few more years left to go, but... What can you say, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing he's got right now is be the first player in history, along with Kawhi Leonard, who's both up five for to be the first uh, triple crown uh, team winner in NBA history to win a championship with three teams. But I, I really got to believe right now, I mean, there's been a lot of things right now. I do feel like this year, this Lakers team... I mean, aside from the fact that LeBron James has gotten injured, this is a more focused Lakers team. This is more less distracted Lakers team. I mean, well, let's be honest, too. I mean, when we had Magic Johnson, when they had Magic Johnson about a year ago, everything that he had to deal with, the mess he had around him, there was a lot more drama surrounding that team when they were even trying to get the pieces in there. I mean, don't get yeah. but that stuff right there, I think this is more – the tension is off them as far as like being in the in the news for drama or any highlights like that. I just feel like they got lesser distractions this year too, where they could pull this off. Yeah, you know, but I think that I think that Magic Johnson actually he gave the team kind of an identity, uh, and I just think that the way that he wanted to run it, they didn't uh, never gave him the opportunity to uh, run it like that, but. Him leaving at first, it, it raised questions, but they still were able to get the job. That I, 
I wish he would have been there because his figure really did bring in people. So, but um, I'm very interested to see, you know, LeBron James is there. You know, still got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Um, I do think that they are the best duo. And like you said, J.R. Smith, you can add another shooter, Delhi, if he can just come there. Like you said, at this point, you just need to play your role and, and just do exactly what was needed to be done. Dwight Howard, you know, just play your role. This is Anthony Davis' team. LeBron James, even though he's leading it, this is Anthony Davis' team. LeBron James is leading it. Leading the league also in assists this year. So, uh, being without a point guard like Avery Johnson and uh, Rondo is going to have, you know, the uh, ball more in LeBron James' hand, which is always a good thing. But he'll be able to uh, facilitate and if them other players can come ready to play, do their jobs, knock down shots, then I think that the Lakers have one of the, the most deadly team. The only team that I do have concerns, I don't say concerns because they also have a good duo, is the Clippers as well as a good coach in Doc Rivers. But it's something always about Paul George to me that he never can get, get the job done. So I'm going to take the uh, L.A. Lakers over the Clippers, and I got the Lakers winning it all. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about time, too. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, they've been well overdue for a playoff run for a long time, and you kind of see the stars aligning, but I, I, I think the only biggest question will remain is we be able to keep Anthony Davis on the ride long term. That'd be the only thing. Of course, of course. I think, you know, just like how it is, I do believe Anthony Davis is there to stay. Of a championship, I don't think he he pulls the Kawhi Leonard and leaves, especially with LeBron James there. Everybody knows his team is more about what you can build around him. So, build some pieces around him. Uh, I always say that, even though that LeBron James is, is one of the greatest players, but a good pay cut f- for him will help the team. I know he he'll never do it, but I wish he would. You know, just try to build some pieces around you for these next few years to, you know, keep that championship contender team. 